What's happening everyone? It's Peter here, founder of Expedition Money, and I want to talk to you today about giving notice at work. Departing from a job, leaving a job. Maybe you're quitting a job, quitting an employer, quitting a company, agency, something like that. And generally what we do is we give two weeks notice. And I want to talk about what can happen here and what you should expect in some cases, because I think the idea that you're going to give your notice and that you are going to get those two weeks are sometimes not founded. So there are some reasons why we give notice. It's a courtesy. You want to transition stuff. You don't want to leave companies on a bad terms or anything like that. You don't want to burn those bridges, even when you are leaving a job that you hate or a boss that you can't work for or whatever it might be. It's still customary to do that. And the reality is if you were to be laid off, the companies depending on what the laws require, will often give you a couple weeks of severance, maybe a couple paychecks, whatever it might be. It's just a common convention. But I want to talk to you today because I have left a number of jobs. I have had people under me leave and quit and move on and do other things and oftentimes go on to the same role that I had at another company. So it's nice because they get to get elevated. But in the first scenario here, I want to talk about what happens when you are on really good terms. You are a good employee. You like the people. Maybe you're reluctantly leaving your company. You're moving, but you found a better job you just can't say no to. So you go in and you say, hey, I'm going to leave. Fortunately, I have to put in my two weeks notice here. And what they might say is, oh man, you are really important. The stuff you do here is so critical to what we're doing. You're the only person that knows these processes or own these relationships or whatever. Can you stay on a little longer? Can you stay on three weeks, four weeks, two months, whatever it might be, help us transition away from you. We have big events. I have, in a couple cases, left companies and there was a big event coming up, an all-company meeting, and they didn't want me to not be there and maybe signal that something was changing or amiss or whatever it might be. I have agreed to stay on. I have stayed on sometimes extra at a company when they were like, oh my gosh, we're so busy. You own so many of these different things that we do. <laughs> Please stay on until maybe until we can find someone else, but at least to three or four weeks so that we can make sure we get someone intermediately trained on what you do. And so I've done those things. And I'll tell you what, I regret those. I regret doing those because a couple things happen. Staying on longer than two weeks is usually unnecessary. I don't care who you are. You can be the CEO of a company. The reality is if you die today of a heart attack, God forbid that something should happen to you, they would replace you. The company would figure out a way to survive. And so there is no one that is indispensable to a company or irreplaceable. And so you probably don't need more than two weeks. And especially if you are going to kind of shift from worker mode to transition mode, a lot of that can happen pretty quickly. So I would not stay more than two weeks because what it does is it starts to extend out an uncomfortable period. Usually taking the time to do two weeks, you can do that. You document everything. You figure out who you have to hand it off to. You do some training and then it's all well and good. But if you're there longer, and people know that it's starting to be like, so when are you leaving? I thought you quit, right? Or you're still, oh, for another week. And so it just becomes uncomfortable. And so I would stick to the two weeks on this. On the flip side, there is a situation where you might be laid off. And instead of giving you a long severance, they may actually offer you more time to work there. In this case, it's also going to be awkward, but I would take it. If they're telling you, listen, our company only gives a two week severance package when you leave, but we can give you a heads up that, hey, you're going to be laid off on this date. And so there's going to be two months between now and then. Yeah, you might as well stay, collect the money, kind of use the time. It's usually not the busiest or highest workload. So you can look around for a new opportunity or something like that. But sometimes that's a company's way of trying to reward you because they don't have a policy that allows them to give big severances to kind of keep you on payroll for two or three months 
That's their longer severance. So in that case, I would do it, but all those things are going to apply. It's still going to be really awkward. Okay. So the other situation here that I have seen and I wasn't necessarily like directly a part of, but in some cases, a company wants you to leave right away if you give notice. And so even though you should be prepared to stay a couple of weeks to do some transitioning, to offload some of the stuff, to train your replacement, to train the person who's going to be taking over your responsibilities, a company can also say, listen, thank you for letting us know. It's not going to be two weeks. Your last day will be today or right now. And there are a number of reasons for this. So for me, because I've worked in financial services so long, there are a number of companies that when you turn in your notice, and I'm not going to give names here, you should just expect that they are going to let you go today. And in fact, they may actually give you two weeks pay beyond that. They may say, hey, we're right at the beginning of the pay cycle. We'll still pay you through that, but today's your last day. Or we'll consider your last day two weeks from now, but you're out of the office. Your email's kaput. And that's because it's a security concern. Maybe you work with clients, maybe you have access to data. And now that they know you're gone, that you're out the door, even though they don't necessarily not trust you, the company doesn't trust you. And so they don't want you to have access to anything so that you're not tempted to, oh, take some information or screen cap some stuff or see what they're going to do next quarter on their advertising or financial results or anything like that. So in many cases, I can see in companies that are in financial services or companies that are highly competitive or technology company, they may just shut everything off right there. That's not necessarily commentary on you. That may be just how they handle everyone who quits, that there is no transition time. They don't want to run any additional risk. You could have not told them and stolen data before that they don't know about, but that's just the way it is, right? So those are the situations where you give two weeks notice and they might ask you for more. And I would suggest not doing that. Just give the two weeks and hopefully everything was copacetic and a good relationship with them and they will accept that. But on the flip side, if you turn in your notice, you should at least at some level be prepared that they might have you leave right away. Just something to think about when you are turning in your notice, especially if this is the first time you've ever moved on from a company or left or quit for some reason or even retired. So hopefully that helps you in your expedition. I'll see you later.